0: To another episode of Bad Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bad History. My name is Steven, and I'm joined as always by Dave. How are you doing today, Dave?
1: you
0: I'm doing I'm doing great. Um so What's the name of the show again. Do what?
1: What's the name of the show again?
0: Bad history, I
1: thought. Bad history.
0: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> before we get started. Today, I just want to do a few housekeeping things. Um, First of all, we recorded our first episode of History Hangouts. Um, I guess it was uh, last weekend. Uh, So it went up this past Thursday. And we had a lot of fun doing that. I
1: don't know about you, Dave, but... I need to address something, Steven. Yeah. So as if you listened to the episode, you were aware of two things. First thing being that we were drinking mm-hmm. during recording mm-hmm. the second thing being that I cannot do math Mm-mm, you can't and if you saw the episode I mean listen to the episode you didn't see the episode if you, <laughs> might <laughs> the have the episode I didn't even see the episode so if you saw the episode give me a call um, <laughs>
0: we got some shit to talk about
1: we gotta, we gotta talk about some stuff but, um, but down the crack pipe if you heard the episode you know what I'm talking about that's all I'm gonna say. Now,
0: now let me. Didn't didn't you say that two percent of thirty six million is seventy two million? Two
1: million. Yeah, that's like not right. Okay. No, no, no. Anyway, no. anyway. <laughs> I was, my, my degree is not in math.
0: No, no, no. That's a good part about being a history major. You're allowed to be wrong with math.
1: Anyway, just want to clear that up. Yeah, yeah. People tell me fifty times about it.
0: Um. But so we had a lot of fun recording that. Uh. Uh it was there there's there are some feedback issues um that was just because we're pretty new to this whole recording thing and uh we were kind of just you know playing it by ear when we did the one mic and it turned out okay we'll probably do something different next time in terms of recording but um yeah. just bear with us you know uh we're still learning as we go but uh, so that's that, and we'll be recording those. I think we'll, we'll probably be recording the next one, but then in the next the next few weeks, probably next month sometime. And, uh, but yeah, so those will be you know when we when we can do them is when we'll do them. But little, the, little treats, yeah, they're they're fun. They're little specials, but uh, specials. Also, another thing that we've become aware of is that our intros tend to run on a little bit long. Uh. So, you know, a few people have told us that, and so we're going to try to cut those back, and we apologize, but... Um, I apologize for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot, lot more history, a lot less Evil Dead talk, probably, but... Um, this is the Evil Dead cast. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, I think for us, I don't get to see Dave that often, and so, you know, this podcast is really... Uh, some of, a lot of it is just us kind of, you know, getting to talk... You know, every so often, and so, up, yeah. so it's it's you know we catch up and that kind of spills over into the podcast. But so we're gonna back off on the intros and focus more on the history, which is what this podcast is about. But just want to let you guys know. And now let's move on to Dave. How's your week?
1: It was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Thanksgiving this week. It is. So I get to eat a lot, and uh, I have family to see. I'm actually going to three separate Thanksgivings. That's the nice. perk of having a girlfriend who has a family, and that family having family. So, so I'm going to one at my house, mm-hmm. uh, one in North Carolina, and then another one in Myrtle Beach.
0: Nice. That's a lot of traveling in the course of, like, half a week.
1: Yeah. Cool. That will be great, though. I'm not going to turn down fucking
0: turkey. Turkey. Good turkey. turkey.
1: Um, and what about you Stephen what how was your week
0: my week was my week was pretty good I uh, this past week I'm was kind of a lot of stuff was due for my, for grad school uh, you know that's my program I'm doing has is con- it's like a, it's pretty much a two- year program condensed into one year and so the fall semester which I'm in right now is like when I take all the classes and spring semester is all student teaching so I've had a lot of stuff due progressively over really the last three weeks, but last week was when a lot of it was due. So I had three projects due in a week, which is, you know, a lot for kind of the classes I'm taking. But I survived it. I got them all done and turned in. And so I'm kind of just coasting now a little bit. I still have another project due um, next week, but it's it's not it's a
1: macaroni, macaroni it's yeah
0: it's like macaroni right No, it's it's,
1: it's like a it's, trifold it's, science fair project <laughs> i
0: have to explain uh why ice melts so fast
1: dude ice melts fucking
0: that was ice. actually one of my science fair projects when i was younger was it was how much like it was adding salt to ice and seeing how fast it would freeze and in f- figuring out the correlation between that how fast it would melt do what
1: how fast it
0: would melt? It was like no no, it was how, how fast, fast it would freeze. Ice
1: freeze.
0: Yeah, it was how how fast would it freeze when oh, you added like salt to, water to the water. And yeah. Different levels and and so oh And goodness, so it was like bad. figuring out the correlation that. between the two of those. And I got like best in class, I think, best in my class. And maybe the school nice. one, I can't remember. Nice. But um but yeah, so now I'm just kinda coasting. Thanksgiving's coming up. We're doing we're having like this awesome thanksgiving feast and i'm excited but that was my week
1: this is the time of the year where school kind of just like stops you know like Mm -hmm. the holidays have started and they don't stop
0: well and like the thing is is like i go on thanksgiving break which is this week so my break starts on wednesday um but i so i but i've only got class in the morning tomorrow which is tuesday so and then i've got one more week of class after that and then finals so it's like uh, it's pretty much over at this point
1: Yeah, yeah, so. I got gotcha. you. Well, let's hop right into it, shall we? Let's do it, let's hop right in Okay, so this week We decided to keep with the Thanksgiving theme mm-hmm. And uh, we decided to do bad <laughs> <laughs> History's history badasses History's badasses And uh, there's a lot of badasses in history um, But we can only pick two So, we picked two of the best. Mm -hmm. I chose Chuck Norris, and Stephen chose Steven Seagal. Mm -hmm. And uh, here are our stories about them. Play the music. Okay, Stephen. Yeah. My story is actually not about Chuck Norris. What? You get my hopes up. Sorry. Uh, It's actually about somebody possibly cooler. No. Yes. Impossible. Let me ask you a question about Chuck Norris. Yeah. How many men has Chuck Norris killed? All the men. Not in all, real life. No, all, all of the men. Everyone. All of the men? All of them. Damn. Yeah. I don't think this guy killed all the men.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think so.
1: But uh, he did kill a lot of guys. <laughs> so this is a guy. He's unnamed. He's, he's a nameless guy. He's uh kind of contested Okay. If he's real, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. I know what you mean. And those are the best badasses like yeah. that are just myth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he is the nameless Viking at the Battle of Stamford Bridge. <laughs> Viking metal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, background. The Battle of Stamford Bridge is a, a major battle that took place during the uh, conquest of England by the Normans
0: okay.
1: uh, the Norman Conquest of Britain uh, it, the it, it took place in, in the greater um, theater of the battle so it, it actually wasn't about Normans uh, okay. this was about the other people so a little background so the king of uh, England his name's King Edward the Confessor mhm Right, uh, he dies okay. and he doesn't have a son so there are a bunch of people who are like, oh, who's gonna fucking you know, yeah, he's gonna become king
0: that kind of tends to create some problems throughout history is if there is no son
1: yeah, dude, you're gonna have sons yeah sons are guns is what I always sons say are, sons are guns <laughs> anyway, so there are three uh, pretty much the, the highest contenders for the throne. And they all have relationships to Edward in sort of, you know, fastidious ways, mm-hmm. but they're all powerful enough, really, that no one's going to challenge them, right? Mm-hmm. So, first guy is, you've got this uh, guy named Harold Godwinson, and uh, we're going to just call him Harold, and you'll see why in a minute. So, Harold uh, was an Anglo-Saxon, just like uh, King Edward. Uh, If I am correct, uh, Harold was the uh, wife of um, Edward's, like, much younger sister. Okay. So, like, brother-in-law, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Uh, But, like, they didn't really, like, hang out and, like, drink beer and shit. Yeah, (laughs) So so that's Harold's claim. And then you got this other guy's fucking Viking god king badass named uh, Harold Hadrada. We're gonna okay. call him Hadrada so we don't get them confused. He was king of Norway, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know, through some other kind of fucking like family shit, he had a claim to the throne too. And um, so, like I said, nobody had like a super like solid hook in the King Edward meet. Um, but Hajjada was a badass. He was king of, of Norway. You know, these were the guys who, for the past 300 years, have been fucking up Europe. Right,
0: right? yeah, that, 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 that's when they Beowulfed.
1: Oh, that's when they Beowulfed.
0: Right, they were Beowulfing pretty hard at this point. Dude,
1: they Beowulfed everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for uh, the Norman Conquest... Uh, takes place in 1066 to mm-hmm. give you guys a, a like a mark. So, Dark Ages ending, Middle Ages, you know, right. at the height.
0: Um, right. Yeah. This is. This yeah. is
1: like then. So the third guy, who I'm not really going to talk a lot about, is uh, a little French bastard who goes by the name Guillaume le Conquerant. Right. And he was. uh one like? Of those it's like Jim the Conqueror. No, his name's William the Conqueror. <laughs> it's William the Conqueror, the guy who actually wins yeah. the right, end. This right, isn't right. about him. And he's from Normandy, being French, eating cheese, talking about how shitty Americans are. Right. Uh, so, but fuck that guy, we're not talking about him. So, uh, what happens is Harold mm-hmm. fucking swoops in, takes the crown one day, sits his Vultures little, in. little Saxon ass on the throne, and he says, This is good. I think I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to just ignore the other two guys. Right. And uh, as you can believe, Hadrada and fucking William the Conqueror, whose name is not William the Conqueror yet, he wasn't <laughs> born William the Conqueror, uh, they were pretty, pretty, you know, what the fuck is this guy doing here jumping on our throne? So Harold says, Fucking, I'm going to invade. So, or sorry, Hadrata, Harold Hadrata. There's so many Harolds. Yeah. So many.
0: Well, there was like 10 names you could choose from in the Middle Ages.
1: Yeah, in English. Yeah. Oh, this one's Harold.
0: <laughs> it's what oh, it is is it's like there's a list of all the newborn babies and they just cut it off at one point and everybody below the line is Harold and everybody above the line is Henry.
1: Henry and Harold? Yeah. Oh god, that sounds like some kind of British sitcom <laughs> it's Adrian Harold and, uh, but anyway is like fuck that guy I'm gonna invade so he pretty much just mobilizes and he's like fuck yeah we're gonna come in from like Scotland we're coming from the north they're not gonna know what the fuck happened mm-hmm. so they, they set up and they go there and they make camp they land there's a fucking bunch of them about nine thousand Vikings, nine thousand Vikings. Okay, mm-hmm. so these are fucking Vikings. Yeah, they're not like regular soldiers. <laughs> Vikings. They got goddamn skulls with horns on them on their helmets. They got names like Butt Destroyer, <laughs> and Knee Breaker, and uh, so they land there, and uh, they're chilling. And out of goddamn nowhere, New King Harold rides up, and he's like, guess what? I'm here with 15,000 guys surprising you, and we're gonna run through your camp. And they're like, oh my god, what the fuck? So they just get destroyed. They Mm. weren't ready, they were all sleeping, they were all naked, being vikings, (laughs) drinking mead, uh, fucking bitches, at camp. Yeah. And the fucking, the English just run train all over them so these guys are fucking grabbing their shit and running getting mowed down and they're heading back to the fucking viking boats they're like, they're they're not gonna make it they they gotta run they're heavy armor they're being chased by guys on horses and uh, this kind of comes to a head when they cross uh, this river, right and the exact location is not known uh, but it's said to be on the river Derwent Okay. Excuse me if I uh, said that incorrectly. But uh, so they're coming across this little bridge on the river. It's Stamford Bridge. And the Vikings are, are getting across. And this one guy, this one Viking, he gets on the bridge. And he turns back to his Norwegian Viking brothers and he says, You guys make it. I'm going to hold them back. As long as I can. And they, like, shed a manly fucking tear. They said, this fucking Norse god, this fucking Norwegian Viking Valhalla Thor monster man is gonna sacrifice himself so that we can all come back to fight another day. Damn. He puts on his goddamn helmet, he takes out his goddamn battle axes, and he stands at the bridge, and it's like... He's got this mythical kind of description about him. That he was like, you know, eight feet tall. Right. And that he had fire blazing in his eyes. And I love it. And that he was it. built like a tree. Yeah. And he planted himself like a tree in the middle of the bridge. And he said, come on, Saxons. Try to get across. So this bridge is probably about four guys wide, you know? So yeah. It's going to create, like, a funnel. Right. And this guy fucking sets up and starts fucking smashing and bashing these goddamn Saxons. Jeez. He's holding them back. He's cutting them down. He's destroying them. They can't get by. The Norwegians are fucking getting on their boats, and they're sailing off. And they look back, and he's still there. Uh, they claim that the, the river beneath the bridge flowed red with the blood of the dead Saxons who tried to challenge this guy. Nice. He just could not get past him. He would take nicks, he would get stabbed, he'd get shot with arrows, he just kept fucking fighting. He's fucking ripping heads off, tearing through their little Saxon, little Saxon cloth armor with his mm-hmm. battle axes. It's fucking going crazy. It's brutal. And finally, finally the Saxons, after hours, literally hours of fighting this one guy said, we need to actually try to fucking do something about this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> what they did is upstream they put some Saxon pikemen in barrels. Jesus. And they floated them down the river, which is a sort of raging river. Why well, you can't just walk across it, right? Yeah. So they, they go down the river and they Position themselves under the bridge, okay. And they fire up their pikes through the whole the, the bottom of the bridge, through so the boards, and they stab the Viking, no joke, in the crotch.
0: Yikes! It is Ouch. said that
1: they stabbed him directly in the ball sack. This man's <laughs> only weak spot.
0: <laughs> it's the Achilles heel.
1: The Achilles heel of the Viking is his ball sack.
0: He was dipped into the river by his balls. They're are fell, his only weak spot.
1: He fell to a knee, and he took off his helmet in his long Viking hair in probably awesome braids with awesome jewelry, and his long Viking beard braided like fucking Gimli.
0: God, that's majestic. Looks
1: up, looks up into the Saxon sun, and, you know, it's like the end of 300, mm-hmm. where he sees, like, his wife and his kids... Mm-hmm. And he gets a smile and they finally take him they, after like three hours of just this guy killing and just fucking going through them. They finally, they take him down. So I, I want to give some numbers here so that you can actually picture how much this one guy did yeah, for sure. to the other, <laughs> the other side. So exact numbers, of course, aren't uh, like, you know. Reliable. Uh, Reliable. Yeah. Cause it's such a fantasy tale. Uh, and this is like a long ass fucking time ago. But when the 15,000 Saxons rode against the Norwegians, uh, the Norwegian force was only 9,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they just ran over them. There was nothing the Norwegians could do but run. So, without being able to mount an offensive position, the Norwegians lost about. 6,000 of their soldiers. That's two-thirds. But the British, only mounting offensive positions, lost 5,000.
0: That's crazy.
1: So they lost a third of their entire soldiers, most of which were believed to have been slain on Stamford Bridge by... The Nameless Viking Berserker. That's
0: crazy.
1: Put on his headphones. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Switched to some fucking, like, Metallica. Old Metallica. Yeah. Speed Metallica. (laughs) Lightning cracked behind him. He had an axe. He had a hammer. He had a sword. He probably had a fucking do. Yeah, probably. (laughs) And then he just fucking went to town ripping through these guys. And that guy, though, he's not... You know, we don't know anything about this guy. We don't know his name. We don't know his family. We don't know fucking anything. He fucking was the most badass warrior who could only be taken down. (laughs) By getting stabbed in the (laughs) wall. By taking his balls.
0: (laughs) That's crazy.
1: (laughs) And uh, the result which is amazing in itself is that the, the British, they had to stop at the bridge they they stepped back and looked around and were like, holy shit guys, didn't this happen? <laughs>
0: that's and, nuts
1: uh, and the Norwegians got to escape and uh, he had done such damage to the to the Saxons that uh, in the end the when William decided to conquer, he got there and it, it wasn't easy peasy but it was definitely a lot easier than it, it would have
0: been yeah.
1: So, in any in some small way, you could claim that this this nameless Viking was responsible for the last conquering of England.
0: Wow. Badass. Very badass.
1: <laughs> that's my badass. He's Good the Viking sc- of Stamford Bridge.
0: Good scrolls, Dave. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> Good scrolls, dude
0: The Bi- the Viking of Stamford Bridge.
1: That's the name of my new metal band. The Viking of Stamford Bridge.
0: That's nuts.
1: Um, I just want to. What's up? I said
0: I just googled him.
1: Oh, you googled him?
0: Yeah, I'm checking Uh, this guy out right now.
1: I think it's probably in the top five last stands of history. You know? Yeah. Got of course like the 300 last stand, but this was one guy. You know what I mean? The Alamo might be up there. I think the Alamo is up there. Remember it. Dude, I fucking remember the album.
0: <laughs> wow, right. so cool. Steven,
1: uh, all what right, is your badass. Wait, let's transition let's music. <laughs> um.
0: Okay, so my history badass is someone who people probably actually know about. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... this is Steven probably Seagal, right? Yeah, it's Steven Seagal. It is Steven Seagal. I just want to make that very clear. Um, no, but I am going to be talking about Rasputin. Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. Okay, so Rasputin, as a lot of people know, is probably most famous for the fact that he can't be killed. Nope. I mean, he can because he did get killed, but... <laughs> Um, no,
1: no, he he, he wasn't killed, he, he died.
0: He was simply reborn.
1: No, like, they didn't kill him, he died.
0: Oh, yeah, he like, just died. He died of natural died. causes.
1: Yeah, that's how he died.
0: Yeah. He actually will come the back stronger blood. than they could ever imagine. If he is struck down, he will come back even stronger. But, so Rasputin was a Russian holy man during the... Yeah. Do what?
1: <laughs> He's a holy man. He was he at the is. end of this story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs>
0: that was a good one, Dave. Um, Thank, you. Thank you. But so he was uh, he was prominent during the time of the fall of the Russian czar. Uh, and so this is uh, right around the turn of the century, 1900s. And he was kind of rubbing elbows with the with Tsar Nicholas II and his wife. And so I'm going to give a little bit of background to uh, to to Rasputin just a little uh, just just a little bit to set the scene, um, the background. Yeah, but uh, also this episode is going to be kind of I have a few kind of cool Russian facts that I'm going to throw in that are Russian th- facts. Russian facts. Um, so Rasputin was born in a very tiny village in Siberia. And uh, Siberia, as, as, you know, as you know, Dave, is a giant wasteland. It's fucking cold. Yeah. In the, uh, in the north of Russia, it's huge. It's cold. It's, I think, um, considered a desert by the fact that it's so cold and barren. It's an Arctic desert. And a yeah. um, little cool fact, my first cool fact of the day about Russia is that the czar, um, the, the, the Russian czar and nobility bots the Siberia from the Stroganoff family. The and Strogenops. the the Stroganoffs it's where you get beef stroganoff. That's where you get the name. It's the Stroganoff family. And so they bought Siberia from the Stroganoff family. So that's my first little cool fact. Anyway. Nice. So he's living up there in uh in Stroganoff Land Siberia. And uh he's <laughs> he's uh he was you know known to be always kind of an odd odd kid. Um, an odd person. He had so, like you
1: know that guy Rasputin. Yeah, he's fucking weird.
0: weird. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he had ticks. You know. Um. He uh, he 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 was just kind of you know he he minute. walked funny, he talked funny, but what he drew. Do, do you
1: mean he had ticks? Like, like he, he uh, insect burrowing? No,
0: his no, skin? no. Like uh, like he had um, Tourette's. Like he probably, he probably had Tourette's. And, oh,
1: I didn't, oh, I didn't
0: know yeah. that, actually. That's interesting. Yeah, and so... Uh, so he, But he drew a lot of attention to himself, kind of like people were intrigued by this part, by who he was. And um, so he's living up in Siberia, and he's living with his wife, and he has three kids, and all of a sudden, one day, he just, like, drops everything, leaves his family, and moves to a... Um, goes to live in a convent for, and becomes a... a religious man he becomes um an orthodox christianity religious um you know he's not necessarily he's not a, like
1: a priest right? he's not he's a priest a he's not
0: a, uh, not a monk but he becomes like this you know he becomes like a self-identified uh religious man and um so uh the nat- the national religion of russia is orthodox christianity and um this happens very early on this is my second cool fact and this happens very early on and um the Russian history and when Russia is called the Kievan Rus. And uh, so the person who kind of made Russia all completely Christian was this guy named Vladimir. He was a czar and he wanted to pick a national religion for Russia. And so literally what he did was he got a bunch of, you know, a bunch of he called he called out to religions of the world and said bring me your best and i will choose what religion this be like an audition it they were coming to, they were auditioning for the job and so <laughs> um you know everyone you know uh, uh catholic christians came orthodox christians came judaism um and wow. so uh can you
1: imagine how different Russia's history would have been? <laughs> they were all they Jewish. It was Judaism. Yeah.
0: And I'm pretty sure Islam was there. I'm 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 pretty sure. Um Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh but Oh I'm sure. Yeah. But uh I'm I'm actually not hundred percent. I needed to check that, but I'm almost positive it was, like
1: the, it was a Islam was well established at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. So I would imagine they would be. Um so I'm gonna say they were there. I'm say it was every major religion at that time period. In that like immediate area so the reason that vladimir the first chose orthodox christianity as the national religion is because a it was the most like um it was the prettiest religion to look at and what i mean by that is that they loved gold um you know all their temples looked amazing. all all their temples looked amazing they're their, you know these like the like the Hagia sophia and constantinople we talked about it uh, two You're episodes ago. Horses shitting on it, right? Yeah, when the horses were shitting on it during the yeah, the it. Crusades, but how it was this huge, beautiful building, and so that really appealed to him. He loved the fact that. You know, it was, you know, full of gold and, you know, it was just beautiful and, to look at.
1: And this is before, like, the Italian Renaissance where the Catholic Church got, like, super pretty. Right, right exactly. This was when Catholicism was still, like, that ugly chick It in was the boring. Who had, like, yeah. a great personality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you wanted to hang out with the Orthodox chick.
0: Yeah, she was, she was, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Um, <laughs> but they also the second reason, and my favorite is because, uh, in Orthodox Christianity, you could keep your beard; you didn't have to shave your beard, and so Fuck he that. really liked that. And so that's why they chose Orthodox Christianity. Um, so that's my second fun fact. So anyway, Rasputin become returns as this, uh, you know, self proclaimed holy man, and he occasionally he just starts traveling a lot. Um, and he leaves Siberia, and he's traveling all over the country, hitting the major cities. And like I said, people are really intrigued by this person because he's it's like a
1: wandering wizard. He's like a wand.
0: It's like it, that's like, honestly exactly it. He's like a wandering wizard. He's, you know, he claims he can talk to spirits, and that he, you know, he's just very wise, and he's interpreting Bible verses in ways that people have never interpreted them before. And so, people are just like really drawn to him, intrigued by him, and eventually through kind of just, like, random chance, he meets uh, Tsar Nicholas II and uh, Tsar Nicholas II's wife. And so he gets to know them and starts to get on better and better terms with with them. And so Tsar Nicholas II and his wife, um, you know, it's really a shame. uh, Nicholas II was not a very good Tsar. And so I think it's fair to say that if he was not as stubborn and shy and timid, um, that the course of Russian history would look very, very different. But the fact well, is that he was all of those things, and um, on top of that, to boot, his oldest son and heir to the throne, Alexei, had a type of blood disease. Um, yeah, he was
1: hemophilic Mm-hmm. Like, and like blood.
0: Yeah, and so his what the problem is is if he got any sort of cut, if if you know if anything like that happened, he would not stop bleeding. His blood would not clot, which is. Obviously, a huge problem. And so, yeah. um, and you know, <laughs> at that point in history, there's not really good ways to deal with that. There's no medicine that can really deal with that very well. Um, yeah. So, you know, he was bubble boy pretty much. That's the way they were treated <laughs> And, uh, and so through some, uh, through some like, you know, just random chances, uh, rest, uh Rasputin's hanging out with the, with the Czar and the Czarist, and, uh, Alexei is injured and, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's, he's fallen very ill because he's, he said he won't stop bleeding and Rasputin comes and, you know, sits with them and prays with them and magically he heals him Fuck or boys the boy is healed. You know, there's no saying if there's any, Rasputin had anything to do with it, but it happened because of, you know, or it didn't happen because, but it happened while Rasputin was there. So, you know, yeah. correlation equals causation, that sort of thing. But, um, and, but anyway, so all of a sudden Rasputin be, gains like really good foothold with the king and queen. They want to keep him, or the and czar, the and They want to keep him around because this guy can looks like he they can they he can heal a son, heal their son. So, um, so he became becomes very good standing, especially with the with the czarus, with the queen. Um, and there are rumors, and you know, so much of this is one thing. So much of Rasputin's history. Is like up in the air. It's a lot of his like folklore. and story at this point, which is crazy because it's not you know it's just over a hundred years old. Yeah, yeah. You know, like not like, even like we not,
1: have photographs of. Him,
0: yeah, we have yeah. photographs, and already his history is folklore. You know, yeah. so there's there's rumor that he was uh, sleeping with the with the with the queen. Um, oh yeah and he's just kind of this guy who goes from everyone's really intrigued and like really wants to know him and really wants to talk to him to everybody hates him and uh, this is kind of like for he's
1: a few poisoning the royal family.
0: Right. right yeah this so is for that. a few reasons one um, and this, this is just me kind of kind of looking at this from a practical standpoint yeah um, I'm sure there are people who thought, this guy was really gross. He barely bathed. He had this really nasty beard. Um, and you know, didn't he, he had
1: like, a reputation for, like, having sex with half of Moscow?
0: Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> so people, you know, people thought he was just, like, a whore and that he was, like, you know, bringing his bad his bad juju and his, you know, his, like, temptations to the men and women of Moscow. But I, I personally believe people didn't like him because all of a sudden one man has so much influence over yeah. the queen. Um, so I think a lot of the, 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 um, royals and the nobility within, within Russia living in Moscow really takes a disliking liking to him because, um, I think a lot of them can see the writing on the wall and a lot of them can see that they don't know what's going to happen, but some sort of, uh, uh, like government shift is going to be happening in Russia. Yeah. And, uh, they, they, you know, like they want to be close. They want to be, you know, they want to be in the action. Um, and so, you know, this is, uh, this kind of all comes to fruition when there's an assassination attempt on Rasputin. Um, you know, a lot of people know about his actual assassination, but a lot, a lot of people know that there's an assassination attempt on, um, on his life. He was, uh, he was at his house in Moscow and he walked out to, uh, he walked outside to, to, to get a letter or something like that. And a woman comes up. With a black handkerchief over over her face, and stabs him in the stomach. Uh, Jesus. Just, yeah, just above the belly button. And so what he does is this is great because it's just like I'm I'm picture this in my head. He uh, he grabs his stomach and just like takes off running, and the woman <laughs> and the woman just starts chasing him. Oh and god. so he he's running and he picks up a stick off the ground, turns around and just hits her in the face with it. Oh my god! And then. Runs runs to someone's house and they take him to a hospital and he spends like uh, like si- like months in the hospital recovering but he recovers
1: yeah and, and like Respune, um, he's like a big guy right he's like he's six something and he's like right big and muscular so like he probably hurt the shit out of that woman. yeah
0: he's a big Russian dude and <laughs> yeah um but so he's, he's, he's Zangief from Street Fighter he's, <laughs> he's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so he, he recovers and, um, and he, uh, he's getting all these like demands to leave the city, you know, people just want him gone. And, um, at this point he's, uh, you know, he's, he kind of starts traveling more. And so, um, shortly after this point, World War One breaks out in 1914 and, uh, and so the, uh Rasputin calls Nicholas II it doesn't call him but he writes to him and says him he calls him up on his uh telephone. Yo, where are you at? And where were you at, dog? And he <laughs> says, you know, please don't send Russia to war. Um it won't be good to the, for the country, just like please don't do it and uh n- you know, Nicholas II refuses uh and uh you know, declares war on Germany and you know, there's predictions and there's always predictions like this that the war would be over before Christmas, and of course, it's not last, last for, four, uh, for four years. Yeah. It's so, after in. the first do what? It's a big un. It's a big un. And after the first year of fighting, uh, Nicholas II himself decides to lead the troops on the front line. And just a side note for Russian history in general, I think this is really the straw that broke the camel's back because not only is World War One happening, but also Russia is just in total tor- turmoil politically. Um, you know, the Russian Revolution happens relatively soon after this. Um, and Russia actually has to withdraw from the war because the Russian revolution happens. But so this is kind of the straw that breaks the camel's back in that regard, because all of a sudden the guy who's supposed to be their leader is now miles and miles and miles away fighting a war that, you know, no one really wants to be a part of. Um, but Rasputin, you know, and this is really when Rasputin can kind of work his way back into the, you know, back into the, his wife. Yeah. (laughs) into the good, great graces of the queen. I mean, he never left the good graces of the queen, but, like, now that Nicholas II is gone, um, you know, he kind of... He had a lot of influence over that sphere, and a lot of people felt that he was ruling uh, and that he actually had political power. And whether that's true or not, um, you know, but he, he obviously had great influence over the queen, which could mean that he had a lot of political power. But, um... So anyway, kind of people kind of just like get fed up with him, and eventually, he is called uh, to a party at um at a uh, at this uh, a noble a noble person's house, and he goes there, and they get him you know really boozed up, really really drunk. And, and that's um, like really
1: difficult right like they were running out. yeah of i think
0: i think he drank like four bottles of wine or something like jesus that right and um he's pretty boozed up and then they give him tea laced with cyanide and apparently it's like they put enough cyanide in there to kill like eight men yeah and um he drinks it and nothing happens jesus Christ! and he continues to you know be jolly and drunk and they're all kind of like every you know i just imagine everybody kind of looking at one another like well what do we do now and so finally someone pulls out a gun and point blake reigns shoots him uh in the stomach stomach again yeah and he collapses to the floor and everybody thinks he's dead and then several minutes later he wakes up and he's fully conscious of what's going on and he tries to see he starts to crawl away he goes up the stairs outside uh he you know he's 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 making his way towards the gate and they run out there and they just you know uh they fire they empty empty a, around you know i think it was like four shots into him yeah and he slumps over and uh they're pretty sure he's dead at this point but then all of a sudden his body starts to move again oh my and god. so someone shoots him in the head
1: oh my god
0: yeah and uh so then they're like well what do we do with this body and they you know they want to get rid of the body quick and so what they decided to do is they throw it into a river and this is Moscow winter by the way and so the river is uh
1: it's the Volga it, river right
0: yeah i think pretty sure um, and the river is uh is you know it's it's, it's pretty frozen, frozen and yeah. but they they throw him in the river the, and you know he he goes he actually goes into the water up through the ice into the water and he's found his body is found uh, the next morning. It's pulled out of the river, and uh, or it's either the next morning or several mornings later. Either way, though, they found they find his body uh, when the when the river the river freezes some and it washes up and they find his body. And you know he had been shot several times. And then the really crazy thing, though, and this is really the you know the 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 twist is that the Shyamalan fi- the Shyamalan-y twist is that. Under closer inspection of his body, they find that his lungs are full of water, and that there is his fingernails are all torn off, and that they're you know they are bloody. Which Why is
1: his fingernails bloody?
0: Which he you know it makes the uh, the claim that he woke up, he realized he was underwater under ice, and he tried to claw through the ice to get oh, out. Oh wow! And drowned.
1: Tore his fingernails off. Jesus. Yeah.
0: So that is the whole like. You know, the so it goes that, you know, enough cyanide to kill eight men could not kill Rasputin. Um, like six bullets, one of them being to the head, could not kill Rasputin. Did they that also hit, like
1: beat him with a chair or something? Or is that Yeah,
0: they like, yeah, they like I, I think, I don't know, the, the account that I looked up didn't say anything about him being beaten, beaten but I've ha- I have heard that too. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of Rasputin's history is kind of like mythic. Yeah. mythic and so, but I, I have heard that they just like kind of started beating him up. Um, but you know that it he he eventually had to drown to die.
1: Yeah, like like they didn't kill him; the lake killed him or the river yeah. killed him.
0: Yeah, the river killed him, and so and that is Rasputin, and that is you know he's a legend. Um, That's a
1: badass. He's a he's a badass. Uh, he sounds like a fighting game character for real, though. Like we were Rasputin, talking, talking about he sounds like a Mortal Kombat character.
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks like a fucking Mortal Kombat character. Have you seen?
1: <laughs> Player one, <laughs>
0: Rasputin, fatality. Damn, um, good good scrolls, dude. Thanks, ma'am. So we have a we have some time left, a little bit of time left before we wrap up this episode. So I think it would be cool now that we have heard. About two badasses from history that are undoubtedly, undoubtedly badasses. What constitutes a badass in your book, from a history standpoint? Put yeah, Dave?
1: like write right to us on the Facebook.
0: Yeah, but I want to
1: I want to hear yours before we. Oh, mine.
0: Yeah, I want to hear yours. Oh, I thought you were talking
1: to the people. Oh, you want no, to
0: hear No, no, eyes? I was talking to you, badass. man. Okay. I mean, to everybody else too. You okay. know, like tweet us, email us, right on the Facebook page. But it, I also well, want to hear yours.
1: When I was researching, uh, in the the annals and the annals of mm-hmm. history's badasses, right? I called up the old man at the library. I said, hey, got any books on badasses? And he was like, oh, we got tons of books on badasses. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, because I'm looking over these guys. Some of these guys aren't badasses. George Washington Carver invented the uh, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's not a badass. So so, so what is a badass? <laughs> I say a badass in history is a guy, or a gal, or both, whatever, whatever you want to do. A badass (laughs) is someone who, um, accomplishes something, or faces something, where there is no hope, and surpasses normal human expectation. In, uh, like... Not in, like, a good way. Or not in, like, a bad way, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Jack the Ripper is not history's badass because he killed all those women. Okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a... But, yeah, he's, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: we, we chose good examples of, of two kinds of badasses. One is a badass of, like, uh, fortitude and survivability and just, like, proving that he was kind of like a mystical wizard, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the other one was just, like, he gave his life to save his bros, but he didn't go out without a fucking fight. You know right. what I mean? And and he did a shit ton more than anyone else could have done. Mm-hmm. So I think like those guys are badasses. I think you know like Liu Bei, the quote unquote Chinese general, who is said to like you know fight like the gods. Um, and even like not like fighters, I really think Harriet Tubman is one of history's badasses I agree Do you know what I mean um, I agree I think the the la resistance during World War II in Vichy France those yeah. guys are badasses too. yeah so I think it, it's just like unsurmountable odds and accomplishing what no one expected you could I like that
0: I like that's a really good. Definition. I like that a lot.
1: I should have done Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Harriet do uh, such a badass. Yeah, Harriet we'll Tubman. Do, is. Can we do? Can we do a uh, uh, like an American sort of like slavery? Yeah, uh, I want
0: narrative to narrative
1: one. I want to do like do a it.
0: American slavery. That's next should. week.
1: We just picked next week. That's topic.
0: next week. Perfect. <laughs> Um, So
1: next week, guys, tune in. Steve and I are going to be talking about the slave narrative from the first-person perspective. mm -hmm. And we're going to give stories about people who were involved and experienced American slavery at its worst.
0: I'm actually really excited about that because it's one of those, the the slave experience and the African-American experience within American history Uh, just early, I mean, throughout all American history, but especially during um, pre-emancipation and, you know, immediate post-emancipation is really something that benefits from first-person narrative and from looking at those, you know, primary source documents of, like, journals and letters and it's like, you learn so much about who these people are, and I think it's really important to look at it like that, so I'm excited.
1: And we have, like, examples which are amazing of, like, almost a diary-like you know mm-hmm. accounts of slavery from Frederick Douglass and um, Solomon Northup and, and people like that. So mm-hmm. those are great things. And I can't wait to talk about that with you next week. Eat I cannot this. wait either.
0: Alright guys, we'll,
1: well... You've done it again. <laughs> you've done
0: it again. <laughs> you, <laughs> Wasted another hour with us. Oh, um, man. Any last um, words, Dave? Any final, final goodbye thoughts?
1: Uh, everybody have a happy and safe thanksgiving yes uh eat Um, lots of food have lots of fun be thankful to the ones that you love and to those who are in need exactly and um yeah and then
0: uh also we uh we've got some social media stuff we're on um we're on facebook uh if you just type in bad history or bad history podcast either one will show up we got a facebook group you can like and uh you know we try to communicate with people on there and then also we
1: post some like uh, extra stuff so if i can yeah. find anything on the stamford bridge viking badass i will there's
0: some cool pictures i found in, in, the, in my google searches dude
1: they took his picture Fuck. yeah i didn't yeah. see those they had cameras back then they
0: had cameras
1: fucking Kodaks, probably
0: they had gopros
1: <laughs> he's wearing a gopro <laughs>
0: um also, we have a Twitter. If you just type in "Bad History Cast," it's at Bad History Cast. We're on there. Bad History Cast. We got a we got a Gmail. Um, if you you can send us an email, um, show requests. us You can us. send us. <laughs> do what?
1: Fax us email You can us. Fax, fax us.
0: <laughs> uh, but his show requests, questions, stuff we got wrong, stuff we got right that you liked, anything like that. It's yeah. at badhistorypodcast at gmail dot com. We're um, always
1: open for suggestions for future shows because honestly, yeah. We just pick them at the end of the previous.
0: Show, we really do. Pool, we don't. Pool, we don't really
1: pull them out of our butts.
0: We really do for the most part. Um, but also, like you know, we get better as we get suggestions. Like the whole intro thing that the we talked about at the beginning. Um, that was because multiple people said that you know they liked it, but that our intro was really long. And so, like that's the thing is, like we get better when we when from you guys, from you and guys our, telling us.
1: And now our outro is super long. <laughs> Yeah, now
0: our outro is super long, but... Uh,
1: but you but yeah, then also the history, so you can skip it. Do what? He said, but they already heard the history, so they could just skip this. They... Or they can listen. Dave. I, I wouldn't want to.
0: All right, whatever. <laughs> but um, And then, you know, follow us on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes. And leave a rate and review on iTunes. It helps us out, and it's super cool. And it's just really... It'd be really, really cool if you could. But yeah,
1: We're, we're going to start in probably the next two weeks putting all these up on YouTube as well.
0: Yeah, we are. Guys, so we'll have you, you check know. us
1: out there. I'll update the Facebook to let everyone know how it yeah. is going.
0: So, so we'll do that. And um, but I think that is probably it for us. Yeah. Uh, any anything else or?
1: My name's Dave.
0: My name's Steven.
1: Thanks for listening to Bad History.
0: Thanks, guys. Catch you next time.